Welcome to another installment of Fighting for the Faith. My name is Chris Rosebro. I am your servant in Jesus Christ. This is the channel that compares what people are saying in the name of God to the Word of God. Now, Todd White is somebody that we've covered in the past here at Fighting for the Faith and his fake miracles. That's right. Todd White is a purveyor of fake miracles. He goes around performing a parlor trick where he takes people's legs and goes, you one leg is longer than the other. Well, I'm going to pray, Lord, help this person. Oh, help them. And he manipulates their ankles to make it appear like, oh, their leg is growing out. Mm-hmm. We've covered it. Um, and uh, in Kozar, uh, you know, is uh, done on, on the American Gospel uh, documentary, actually, you know, showed how the technique works. The guy's a scammer. The guy has no conscience because he's claiming that God is behind all of this while he knows, he absolutely knows he's manipulating people and he's performing false miracles, which are really nothing more than really bad parlor tricks. Well, Todd White has upped his, his, uh, his false, his false miracles. And, uh, I couldn't believe he could go any lower, but he has, you guys remember Sean Bowles? Yeah. Well, Sean Bowles is a person, uh, that we've covered in the past who, uh, he would, he would prophesy, he would get words of knowledge. And while he was prophesying, he would have his cell phone in front of him. And while his cell phone was in front of him, he'd say, is there a person with this name or that thing or born on this date? Right. And, uh, and Kozar, I think, uh, was the one who dubbed him the, uh, the Google prophet. Now, a little bit of a note here. Sean Bowles wasn't hearing from God. He was mining social media. In fact, one of his former employees, who's actually traveled to other countries with him, including London, contacted me privately more than a year ago and uh, wanted to get it off his chest. And he shared with me that Sean Bowles, the way he gets the information that ends up on his cell phone, is that he was really good at mining data off of Facebook, off of social media. That's where he got all of his information from. Well, you're going to see that Todd White has now sunk to that level. So we're going to look at his latest scam miracle, which is you know, claims to having words of knowledge, and we'll we'll ta- we'll show you how this works, and at least how he's doing what he's doing and challenge it. But well, then we're going to do a little bit of a biblical study, and the biblical study is to help you understand why these kinds of false signs, false wonders, and false prophecies, why they are so important, and the role that they play in the broader in the broader narrative of human history. There's a very specific thing that Scripture says regarding people who perform these kinds of false signs and wonders. There is an agenda that they are part of, and when you see it from the Scripture, you can't unsee it. So let's do this. Let's... <clears throat> whirl up the desktop, desktop properly world, and uh, we're going to head over to the Encounter Night of Worship, Christ for the Nations. This was uh, just a few days ago, and uh, we're going to listen to Todd White. Now, I put the closed captioning on, and I've sped it up just a little bit, and uh, and uh, watch this. It's it's This is about as sleazy and slimy as they get, and it's just obvious. 
It is obvious if you just apply just a little bit, and I mean just a little bit of discernment. Remember, scripture, in Scripture, God tells us to not believe every spirit, but to test the spirits. And this one's really easy to test. So let's uh, <clears throat> head over to the encounter night. Here's Todd White. Jesus, we just love you. We thank you. Father, we thank you. Would you guys thank him? Would you just, just thank him? He's such a good... Good king. As I'm sitting over there and we're worshiping it. So while he's sitting there and they're worshiping, this is the narrative. I start to see these different pictures of different things. I believe they're words of knowledge. I... So we're going to test this, by the way. So isn't Todd White the guy who's all about intimacy with the Holy Spirit and stuff? You know, he like blisses out on his carpet, has like a you know you know a, a secret place of his, a prayer room and stuff like that, where he just you know has intimacy, soaking time with Jesus and stuff like this. So during the worship set, we're being led to believe, and this is misdirection. That's one of the key items that you find in. Uh, so-called magic tricks, right? Yeah, because there's not magic. There's, it's just misdirection and it's the creation of illusion. So here's the narrative. There I was. I was over there. We were all worshiping together in the encounter night. And all of a sudden, I get pictures, photographs in my mind, right? And uh, and he, I think that they're words of knowledge. Let's test that. I, don't, I rarely get them like this, but he's like, write it down. So I wrote them down. And God said, write it down. So what did he do? He grabs his cell phone, his iPhone 13 Max, and he starts typing into his notes program. Uh, you know, the images that he had, all this while everybody else is worshiping. He's not worshiping now. He's, he's, he's getting words of knowledge. So this is like the most amazing thing about the Christian life is you get the risk at all. Now, here's where I'm going to note that he is going to interject here one of the main false doctrines that you hear at Bethel and other places. And that's the idea that faith equals risk. Now, he hasn't quite said it here, but uh, he's going to get there. And that's not what faith is at all. The basic premise is, is that, oh, do you want to be a glow-in-the-dark Christian like Todd White? Oh, well, there's a way for you to become a glow-in-the-dark uh, Christian, and that's called faith, <clears throat> aka, aka risk. You see, you have to be willing to rest, risk your reputation. You have to be willing to risk being made a fool, or at least looking foolish, right? And and the more risk that you take, the more faith that you are demonstrating, and the more God then will uh, act in the miraculous, and you can be a, a signs and wonders, prophecy, words of knowledge guy, like, you know, glow in the dark, Todd White. Yeah. So let me just back this up a little bit. Watch this. this. Is like the most amazing thing about the Christian life is you get the risk at all. <laughs> like faith is spelled risk. No, it's not. You got to be willing to step out because if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. It's okay. You got to be willing to step out. That, by the way, this is not a biblical concept. All right. Now, let me show you this. So in Ephesians chapter two, we'll, uh, we'll just take a look at a couple of passages to kind of bear this out. Paul says, for by grace you have been saved through faith. Now, one of the things you can do is that, uh, is that if somebody gives you a definition of a word, you can plug it into the sentence by just removing the one word and then putting in the other. Let's see if this works, all right? For by grace you have been saved through risk, and this is not your own doing, it is the gift of God. It, it, it doesn't work, does it? 
Uh-uh. Or let, let me let me do this. I'm gonna I'm gonna duplicate this tab and let's go to Hebrews 11. All right, Hebrews. Hang on a second here. Hebrews 11. There we go. Okay. Now, see if so. We're just gonna change the word. Okay. Now, risk is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. For by risk, the people of old received their commendation. By risk, we understand that the universe was created by the word of God. It doesn't work because that's not what faith is. So that's an easy way to test. If somebody gives you a definition of a word, plug that word in and it, with, the, with, the, with the definition at, at the front of it and uh, see if it actually makes any sense. But all of that being said, it doesn't work. And there's a reason why, because that's not what faith is. So let me show you what faith is, okay? For by grace you have been saved through faith. Now, the Greek word here is, uh, in, it, it, this is in its inflected form, pisteos, but the, the actual lexicon version is pistis, all right? So let me show you th what pistis is, and I have to actually make that readable. There we go, okay? This is from, from the BDAG, the Brown, Driver, and Griggs uh, you know, Greek lexicon, okay? Pistis, that which evokes trust and faith. A state of being someone in whom confidence can be placed, faithfulness, reliability, fidelity, commitment. Okay, so um, solemn promise to be faithful, loyal assurance, oath, a token offered as a guarantee of something promised. So you get the idea at, at its core, the Greek word for faith, pistis, is about trust. It's not about risk. And so what Todd just said here, straight up, not what the Bible teaches at all. And then when we go back to Hebrews 11, faith, trust is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. By faith, the people of old received their commendation. Faith, by faith, we understand the universe was created by the word of God so that what is seen was not made out of the things that are visible. By faith, Abel offered to God a more acceptable sacrifice than Cain. So we're off to a bad start because, number one, he's claiming, oh, there he was worshiping. Woo. And then God said, quick, write these things down that I'm going to have flash in your mind. So he's typing. And you're going to see how much he's typed, by the way. <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot. And, uh, and here's the thing. Then he gets up and he spews this false doctrine regarding what faith is. Faith is not risk. Faith is trust. Faith may result in you being willing to risk your life for your confession of faith in Jesus and the forgiveness of sins and the gift of salvation that you have been given to him by as a gift, by grace. But faith does not equal risk. So what he's saying is false. But if I'm right, it's a direct hit. All right, so let me back this up so we can get the context here. He's like, write it down. So I wrote him down. So this is like... The most amazing thing about the Christian life is you get the risk at all. Like faith is spelled risk. No. You got to be willing to step out because if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. It's okay. But if I'm right, it's a direct hit. And it's really amazing. We got to get over the fear of man, like the fear of what people think, the fear of, oh, that guy looks foolish. Who cares? I know I look foolish. It's See, he, he's, he's, he obviously walks his talk, and he's, he's out there. He's the greatest risk taker of all, even risking looking foolish because it's easy to spot that what he's doing are parlor tricks and not actual miracles. All right, but I look really good to him, and that's okay, right? Come on. All right, so the first one I had is this. 
All right, now I'm going to turn this off for a second here. Let me hear. All right, there we go. Let's zoom in. Zoom. Man, look at the paragraphs he wrote, man. Paragraph after paragraph after paragraph. Man, it's like he had no time to worship at all. Or, or he, he did a lot of prep work and mined social media for these so-called words of knowledge. This is the Sean Bowles method, and it's as snaky and I mean, scammy as they get. In fact, there's no difference between what he's doing and the, or those scam callers from India, you know. Telling you that uh, you know that that you know, that they'll refund your money and then putting uh, apparently putting more money in your account than you know than that you were supposed to receive, so you have to go and give them their money back using gift cards and stuff like that. The, what the only thing he's doing here, he he's got so many people on the line and he's just putting on a scam show. These aren't words of knowledge from God, and he's using the Sean Bowles method of words of knowledge, mm -hmm. the Google Prophet has inspired a copycat. Because we want worship, we want intimacy. We want to hear from him. This is still encounter. We want to encounter him. So this is pretty specific. Uh, it's, I, I heard in 1979. So very specific, 1979, I heard. No, you mined it off of social media. It was a car crash. And there are injuries that are, that, they, they keep coming back. They go away, they return. They go away, but they return. So if in 1979, is there anybody in here that in 1979 it was specific it was a car crash that you sustained injuries that just... Now, d before you think, oh, swing and a miss, he got it wrong. Don't worry. The person's watching online. It'll be brought to his attention in a minute. Gone away. Anybody. But it was specific to that year. It was, I believe it was late in the year. Is there anybody here that had that? I'm good with being wrong. But if that's you, like right now, it'd be a great time. I'm serious. And I think it's injuries like to the neck, reoccurring headaches, just stuff that happened there. Is there anybody in the room? Okay. All right. Well, Father, I thank you that whoever that is, God, if it's someone online, I know it was specific. So, God, I thank you in Jesus' name for complete wholeness and complete healing. The, but he's not hearing from God. And what he's promising these people will not manifest in their life at all. He's doing them great harm. I mean, great harm. Father, I thank you. In Jesus' name. And then I believe it was a lady. It was a lady. So we got a female, 1979 car crash, neck injury. All right. Okay. Here's my next one. Yeah. Hey, hey. You, have, you had a son that walked away from the Lord, and you haven't even heard, you haven't really heard from him in two years. Yeah, prophesying with a cell phone in his hand specific it was a son it was somebody that it was your boy is there anybody here that had that two years ago walked away you haven't heard from him back there too right, right here all right just put your hands up so father i thank you that so now he's making promises for god that god hasn't made uh let, let's take a look at uh, which commandment is in play exodus 20 verse 7 you shall not take the name of the lord your god in vain for the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. That's what he's doing. He's blaspheming. He's speaking words for God, promises for God that God didn't actually make. Uh, he's just manipulating these people and assuring them, oh, they, uh, all's going to go well because I, you know, I strip mine some data off of the uh, off of social media to make it look like God was talking to me. 
That's what he's doing. That, that I'm telling you, this is a big deal because I really heard, get ready for the phone call because he's coming home. And when the phone call doesn't come, uh, what, will you, um, what will be your excuse? He's not gone. I'm not kidding. This is, this is a real story of a prodigal. It's a story of a prodigal that ran away, just, just booked it and ran away because he couldn't take it anymore. And I'm telling you that he's coming home. Father, I thank you. In the name. Just shout his name. Oh, my God, Jacob. Father, I thank you that Jacob is... OMG, really? Another red flag. In Jesus' name. I thank you for a phone call to his mom. Say, Mom, I miss you. I want to talk. Father, I thank you in the name of Jesus for the return of Jacob. In Jesus' name. God, we thank you for that. We love you. We give you... But he hasn't returned. You're making a promise for God that God hasn't made. Glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Next Google prophecy or Facebook prophecy, probably. She's oh, wait, wait. Here it comes. Remember the first one, the 1979 female car crash victim with a neck injury? Oh, listen to this. So there's a lady online that had, she had a car accident in 1979. So God, I thank you for complete healing. For all the shall you be healed right now in Jesus' name, right now. You don't have that authority. And you're not, notice he's not asking God for anything. He's not asking God on behalf of Shelly, please, Lord, have mercy on her and heal her. He's just de declaring her healed and thanking God for the healing that already apparently took place, you know. In the name of Jesus, God, thank you for the neck being completely healed. No more hitch. There's like a hitch in your neck in Jesus' name. Your hitch leaves now in Jesus' name. And since it hasn't, what are you going to, what are you going to do? Amen. All right. Here's I think you get the point. This is the uh, slimy words of knowledge from social media shtick. This is a, a false sign. This is a parlor trick. It's as, it, in fact, I would say it's even more snaky than uh, him pulling people's legs. The fact that he has resorted to this just shows just how far this guy is from actual biblical Christianity. Now, why does this matter? And it does. So let's take a look at a text, shall we? Let's see here. That one looks good. But here's the one I want to go to first, okay? In 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, it specifically mentions false signs and false wonders and the role that they play and what their real origin is and the what people are doing when they are doing these things okay so let let me let me read this out for you second thessalonians chapter 2 concerning the coming of our lord jesus christ and our being gathered together to him we ask you, brothers, not to be quickly shaken in mind or alarmed by either a spirit or a spoken word to uh, or a letter seeming to be from us to the effect that the day of the Lord has already come. Let no one deceive you in any way. Let I'm going to highlight these words for you for a second. That's a command from the Holy Spirit. Don't let anyone deceive you in any way. And that's what Todd White is doing. He's deceiving. Okay, one. Make, I have to wonder. I mean, are are things so financially strapped 
for him and regarding the millions that he owes and the fact that uh, one of the H- Benny Hinn nephews you know who was doing ministry with him has now left and isn't doing ministry with him anymore you, you, you get the idea you know what's you know is what's the, what's the motivation behind the deception it may be financial it more than likely is financial or maybe it's just greed but scripture says don't let anyone deceive you in any way you're supposed to be testing this stuff and this is obviously fraudulent on his part and blasphemous then he says that that day the day of the lord will not come unless the rebellion this in the greek word apostasia is the greek word here for rebellion have you ever heard of the great apostasy right that's that's the actual prophecy right there that in the days before the return of christ that in the visible church itself there will be flat out rebellion against jesus and his word and his commandments and the gospel okay this is an example of what, what we're seeing with Todd White. Unless the rebellion, the apostasy comes first, and then the man of lawlessness is revealed, the son of destruction. Okay? So, no, man of lawlessness, synonymous phrase is antichrist. Okay, So the man of lawlessness and the antichrist are one and the same person. All right. So the rebellion comes first, then the man of lawlessness is revealed, who he then opposes and exalts himself against every so-called god or object of worship. So that he takes his seat in the temple of God, uh, that's the church, by the way, proclaiming himself to be God. Do you not remember that when I was still with you, I told you these things? And you know what's restraining him now so that he may be revealed in his time for the mystery of lawlessness. That seems to be what Todd White is. He's lawless. Mm-hmm. His parlor tricks, his refusal to teach sound doctrine, his constant preaching of himself, his twisting of God's word. He's a, he's a lawless fellow. And the mystery aspect of it kind of invokes the idea that Gnosticism is lurking behind all of this, and it is. So the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. Only he who now restrains it will do so until he's out of the way. Then the lawless one will be revealed whom the Lord Jesus will kill with the breath of his mouth and bring to nothing by the appearance of his coming. Now, here's where Todd White's false signs and false wonders come into play. Watch this. The coming of the lawless one. So the coming, you know, he's on his way. The coming of the Antichrist is by the activity of Satan, okay? How? With all power and false signs and wonders. You see, false signs, false wonders, false prophecies, these things that Todd White is known for, right, shows that he's doing the work of Satan. And Satan is preparing the way for the lawless one the Antichrist himself. So Todd White is an agent of the devil by his false signs and false wonders. He's participating in the activity of Satan. So the coming of the lawless one is by the activity of Satan with all power, false signs and wonders, and with wicked deception. And that's what Todd White is, a wicked deceiver. For those who are perishing because they refuse to love the truth and so be saved. Therefore, God sends them a strong delusion so that they may believe what is false in order that all may be condemned who did not believe the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. But 
Christians. We ought always to give thanks to God for you, brothers, beloved by the Lord Jesus, because God chose you as the first fruits to be saved through sanctification by the Spirit and belief in the truth. Let that sink in. God wills that we be sanctified, not by our own power. We, are, we, are, we do not have the power to sanctify ourselves, but by the power of the Holy Spirit. And that we believe the truth. Christians are not to believe lies. They are not to be deceived in any way. They are to test to see whether a prophecy or a spirit or a sign or wonder is actually from God, right? And they are to be believers in the truth, because Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Now, watch how the Apostle John puts it in his warning against Antichrist in 1 John chapter 2. Children, it is the last hour, and as you have heard, the, that Antichrist is coming, so now many Antichrists have come. Yeah, the, they've been with the church for the whole time, right? Therefore, we know that it is the last hour. They went out from us, but they were not of us. If they had been of us, they would have continued with us. But they went out that they might become, that might become plain that they're not of us. But you have been anointed by the Holy One, and you all have knowledge. I write you not because you do not know the truth, but because you know it, and because no lie is of the truth. No lie is of the truth. The one who is engaging in wicked deception, false signs and false wonders, and isn't preaching the truth of Scripture, but manipulating God's Word, no lie is of the truth. This matters to God, and Christians are told, instructed, commanded to not be deceived in any way. Here's another text. Apostle Paul writes in 2 Corinthians 4, Therefore, having this ministry by the mercy of God, we do not lose heart, but we have renounced disgraceful and underhanded ways. Todd White hasn't. Todd White has doubled down on his disgraceful and underhanded ways, his false signs and false wonders, which are by the activity of Satan. And Paul says, though, we refuse to practice cunning or to tamper with God's word. But by the open statement of the truth, we would commend ourselves to everyone's conscience in the sight of God. Did the Apostle Paul tamper with God's word? Not on your life. Does Todd White tamper with God's word? Constantly, all right? And has Todd White renounced underhanded and disgraceful ways? No way. He's, he's finding ways to, uh, to engage in even more disgraceful and underhanded ways. Yeah, I, th I think you get the idea here. We're called to believe the truth. So when Todd White is on stage claiming to be receiving words of knowledge, opens up his note program, and clearly paragraph after paragraph after paragraph of personal information has been already recorded in his cell phone. That God's not the author of this. God is not the one who gave him these words of knowledge. He's engaging in underhanded and disgraceful, wicked, deceitful ways, and this is a false sign and a false wonder. He's engaging in the agenda of Satan in preparing people for the man of lawlessness and the Antichrist. Here's another one. Sorry, I got a couple. So, okay, so um, you have a brother. He's, he's self-made. He's a businessman. He's very successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he didn't get this from God. If God was talking to him, God would be telling him to repent. 
And God does talk to him through his word, but he's not interested in that. He's interested in, in, uh, in letting everybody believe that he glows in the dark and he hears directly from God and he can heal people with a command just like Jesus did. He's a false Christ. He's a false prophet, a false teacher. This is false signs, false wonders. These are not words from God. Flee this man. Flee this man. He is working under the power of the devil. And all of this are all of this, these things that he does, these are wicked deceptions. Wicked deceptions preparing the way for the lawless one. You don't want to be there when he shows up. So hopefully you found this helpful. If so, all the information on how you can share the video is down below. And until next time, may God richly bless you in the grace and mercy won by Jesus Christ and his vicarious death on the cross for all of your sins. Amen. Mm-hmm.